When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. You know, I'm I'm I've been to Toronto. What we wait, we've all been to Toronto. Or no. No, no. We went We to, went to uh, Montreal. Montreal. I've never been to Toronto. It's nice. I like is it. it. It's, it's, it's metropolitan. Is it because I know Montreal was cool because it looked like Europe, you know? Is that mm-hmm. what Toronto is like as well? I always felt Toronto felt felt more American to me. Oh. You know, it's a, it feels reminiscent of a Chicago or... Oh, I never would have thought that. You know, a lighter New York. Yeah, everything's a lighter New York, pretty much. I'm about to say, like that's Tokyo, I guess. <laughs> that's so funny. Man, I had no idea. I think I would have thought it would have been more... Because I was thinking, like, oh, if Montreal is like Paris, maybe, like, Toronto is like London or something. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I mean, it definitely doesn't look anything like London. Yeah, I feel like I it, it, the people there were really nice, you know. There were no like serial killers, which is great. Wait, wait, wait. You know what's so funny? I feel like people go places and it's like, yeah, you know, it just feels safer than where we are. And I'm like, man, why are we still here? Why am I Oh, just in like America, period. Yeah, man. Shoot. Give me some place that's <laughs> safe and that likes me. That may give me health care. Yeah. I mean, we definitely feel safer than there are other parts of the world where you're like, oh, no, no, no. This is actually unsafe. You well, I, I mean? feel like those other places, you know, ahead of time where America be pretending to be safe. And I'm like, just stop. What? Hey, man, you ain't got to lie on the postcard, baby. Just let me know. Let me know. So I'm prepped. OK, if we grew up in like RoboCop Detroit, I'm like, look, man, I know when I'm going to RoboCop town. Get my bulletproof vest, baby. RoboCop out here. I mess with this. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I do want to go to Toronto. I always wanted to do a show in Toronto. Like, one of the, like... I, that's what I did. We would do the Toronto Sketch Festival. Ah, that seems fun. Yeah, and it was fun. It, and we actually opened for the kids in the hall. This was when Rami and I were doing sketch comedy. Oh, that's fire. I always wanted that, man. It was crazy. I'm trying to think. I always wanted to, like, do, you know, all the CW shows film up there. And like, you know, some of the movies we have to pretend like this New York film up there. I was like, ah, I just want to get a show there. Haven't yet. But one day. One day we'll pull hey, it off. Yeah. You know. You know, you'll be an international man coming from everywhere, you know. Like it. Traveling the globe, you know, making movies and you know, you feel it, you feel it, you feel it. Other thing. You feel it, you get it. That's the vibe. I like it. That's, That's the, vibes. the vibes, baby. Yeah. yeah man. And then you'll land, yeah. You'll and you'll be the man in Toronto. You know, I think it's. I think he's. I think it's the man from Toronto. Well, you'll be the man in Toronto. Okay. All right. Cool. I can be the man in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. But just watch out for the man from Toronto. Did you just try to? Did you try to make up for what you just did? Did you just try to make up because you messed the title up? Well, no. I'm just saying because if you are the man in Toronto, you know. 
you might get a visit from the man from Toronto. Do you feel good about that one? Absolutely not. Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. What does he say? And I can't even think of a thing. <laughs> I like that. See, see, people could change. People could change. I like, you know, and that's good. That's good. That's why people can change. What was that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, the things we do for y'all. Okay. Here, here, here's my, here it is. I got it. Let's redo. Who is Deborah? Who is Deborah? The fact that that's hard. First of all, for those listening for the first time going, truly, what is happening? What, are you guys okay? Is everything all right? No, we're not. The answer is no. Okay. First of all, is it okay for us to announce this? I mean, we have I mean, to. I mean, th- I think we got to say it. Yeah. You know? James III is officially a father. Yes. Yes. All James right. has a little baby. So James is going to take a week or two off. So y'all stuck with us. And maybe a guest every now and then. But y'all stuck with us, baby. That's right. Okay. Because of a baby. Baby. <laughs> and <laughs> no congratulations to him and kat yes yes and and of course they're they're newborn and she's so cute super cute you'll never see a picture of her but she's so cute unless you follow him on i'm sure he'll oh yeah has he posted or he probably has i don't know if he has yet but he will i'm sure he will i don't know though maybe not sometimes people have you know that's they why I actually was like, secret. oh, maybe not even say the name. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I won't say the name. I won't say the name. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't need to know. You know, if unless you're friends with him, then you'll know. You know, so he probably already told. Uh, but you know, say you can say congratulations to him on on social. You know, he'll appreciate that for sure. Yeah, baby. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. What we do need to talk about is the movie that we're reviewing this week. I'd rather talk about that. We are <laughs> a film review podcast. Okay. We review movies that star leading black actors, and we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. We are reviewing the new Kevin Hart film, The Man from Toronto, starring Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. Okay, this is a Netflix film. It is, because of that, we don't have a box office, but we do have a Rotten Tomatoes score, and that is 23%. Too high. Too high. That's, that's, that's rude. Too high. That's rude. That's rude. <laughs> that is rude. I don't think that's too high. The audience score. The audience said, "Hey, I don't. We like this. Oh, well. Sorry, they didn't say that. What they said was twenty three percent. That's messed up. This movie is forty two percent. Okay. Too high. Too Still high. Both rotten. What to say? What to say? This is." This is a movie about a man, about mistaken identity, okay? A man is trying to give his wife a great birthday. He rents a cabin, but, but he prints out the room number, and the toner is low, so he can't quite make out the number. He goes to the wrong house, and he's mistaken for a professional torturer slash assassin. Which gets him mixed up in a whole bunch of crazy. 
This is a comedy, an action comedy. That's all we. That's that's all. That's all we have for you. Oh God, I'll go first. No, sure, we'll do initial thoughts. No, that, no, no, no. That, no, initial thoughts means what you felt. No, when you first saw the. Okay, no, so no is the thought. I tried to watch this movie yesterday, and I couldn't get through it. And then I tried to finish it this morning at the airport. So I'm I'm in the lounge or whatever, and someone sees me. It was so embarrassing. Someone sees me watching, and, That's the, you and he stop. <laughs> no man, he was, it was so embarrassing. He saw me watching it. I'm eating my eggs, and this dude who's like kind of a youngish guy, not young. I mean, you know, early forties, like youngish dude. And he goes, "Ooh, that's a rough one." And the thing is, I I had my headphones on, but I know he was talking to me. And where I was sitting, when I got to the lounge, nobody was in there. But as I was watching the movie, more and more people came, and I didn't. I was sitting in the area that I couldn't hide my screen, so I just felt embarrassed by watching this damn. Okay, I'm gonna tell you one thing off break. I missed the days where you had a comedy and a person was good at a thing. You know, like Beverly Hills Cop, he was good. Like, Eddie is a You're good... You're talking about the character. The character. Just... The character. Yeah, yeah. Like, Eddie is a good cop. Chris Tucker, no matter how much you make fun of him, he is a good cop. Bad boys, they are good. And, like, it's something about... And I'm like, everybody knows, Kevin Hart right here on my, on my vision board, baby. I rock with Kevin Hart. But I didn't see Kevin Hart do the thing where, like... I'm little and like, I don't know what's happening. Ah, help! And I'm like, dog, I, like also Kevin is a buff ass dude. Just play the dude who beat the shot of somebody, yo. Like, I think he has a movie coming out um, based on a video game where he gets to beat somebody up. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, what is happening? I, I felt bad for Woody Harrelson. Like, I legitimately was watching this movie. I was like, oh, this is Kevin Hart's thing, I get it. But Woody Harrelson, honestly, is a really good actor, somebody I really like, and I felt bad. I was like, man. Man, you did Money Train to end up here? Jeez. But also, he's making a bunch of movies anyway. But I, I, I am not a fan. I would not recommend it. If you're bored, I would say watch Teletubbies on repeat. Get some nostalgia going. I just want to... No, Bray! No! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I just want to read the, the this Wikipedia article. It's interesting. Sometimes they have a little bit of information about the production. This film originally was set to star Jason Statham and Kevin Hart, which makes plenty makes, of sense. Makes all the sense. <laughs> makes all the sense. Unfortunately, Statham abruptly exited the project six weeks prior to filming after clashing with producers over the tone and rating of the film, which is interesting because this film is... Okay, okay, this film is rated PG-13, technically. But it's like, it almost doesn't matter because it's on Netflix. I didn't know that. Okay, so that's interesting. I wonder what that was about. I, he probably wanted it more like, because you could tell at the end, the end has a pretty serious action situation, but you could tell he probably wanted more action and probably maybe a little bit more like not slapsticky as this guy. Right. Yeah. Well, so then after that happened, after that happened, it was supposed to film. This is one of the films that got delayed due to COVID, as many films did. And then they started filming it like towards the end of the year, that year in 2020. They kept pushing back the release date. The release date got pushed back to September and then September of 2021. But then in March of 2021, it was pulled from the schedule. And then Sony had a deal with Netflix, like, you know, to stream movies. So then the idea was it was going to stream on Netflix after it was released 
in tw- August. Wait, this was supposed to be in theaters? This was supposed to be in theaters last year, and then it got pushed to... Well, well really, it was going to be it was going to be in theaters probably even earlier, but like got to, the production got delayed due to COVID, which a lot of films did. And then this, but so it went from April 2021 to January 14th, 2022 to August 12th, 2022. And then finally, they just signed away the rights, the distributing rights. And so it didn't get released until I think, when did it? Oh, no, I guess it came out earlier. Yeah, so it didn't come out in August. It came out July, some point, some at some part. This was going to be in theaters, and it wasn't in theaters. Yeah, of course, though. Of course, it was going to be in theaters. It's like Kevin. It's big too. Kevin Hart and you know, I mean, but Kevin Woody Hart's doing a lot of. I feel like I, I can't tell if it's good or bad when like some of these movies, like even the Gray Man that like the Russos just the did. Russo. I just saw the trailer for that because it came on after this, and I was like. Man, this is a huge action film with a lot of stars, and it's gonna just be, be and it's just released on Netflix. And I'm like, it all like, I will say, I am starting to have this. Fe- I didn't necessarily when it first started, when Netflix first started doing movies, but I'm now starting to feel like it feels like um, if a movie's not that good, they'll just put it out on Netflix which I don't think is what Netflix wants. They definitely don't want that to be their brand. They don't want to be the brand of like, hey, we'll do like B movies that actually still have like a major motion picture budget. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that's so weird because like, yeah, it does have big budgets, but I don't know. I, yeah, that the great man, how, that, that had budget had a million. Be. Like that one, the one with The Rock and was it The Rock, Gal Gadot? The Adam, and, Adam um, Project, I, I bet. Yeah, Oh, like, The Red Notice, them, yeah. The Red Notice. All them joints got money. And I'm like, but they... Don't matter after a couple of days, which sucks for everyone involved. But you get to make it, whatever. What you think, Bray? What's up with you? Oh, okay. So you caught that I didn't give my initial Yeah, yeah. I saw you tried to skip out on saying whether you thought this movie was bad or not, Bray. Uh-uh. Listen, Rotten Tomato score has that at a 23%. Audience score at 42%. I think that's fair. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm a man of the people. You know, so, you know, they, you know, the people are saying 23% and 42%. And I'm just like, you know, the people have spoken. So did you like it? What's that? D- did you like it? You know, I, I'm a pretty big Kevin Hart fan. I think he's really, he's a funny, okay, so he's you funny liked actor. What's he talking about the movie? You enjoyed your time watching. Yeah. Did you enjoy your time watching this movie? Oh, well, you know, it was, it was on, on my television and, you know, it, it, you know, I do. I, like the experience you had when you watched it, did you find yourself chuckling or smiling? You know, Kevin Hart does it. You know, he's pretty good at the jokes. He, so, he's super uh, you know, funny. So you laughed. You know? So you were so, laughing when he was telling the jokes. I de- there were definitely parts of the movie where I was laughing. Yeah, so you, okay. So that means a parts of the movie you were smiling and enjoying yourself. Well, I was laughing. Does yeah, yeah. But you, but you were laughing at what the jokes they were delivering. So you enjoyed your time watching this movie. It was a pleasurable hour and 59 minutes. It was that... It was only it was only that long, <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> ah, you politician. So let's get into it. Let's get wow, into- <laughs> wow. Okay, all right, y'all. Y'all see how this is gonna go without James here? <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. 
up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Did you like the opening, John? When Kevin Hart does all his montages of his different Teddy Box, Teddy Lift, Teddy Squat, Teddy's, you know. There was a part of, it was so funny. I was like, was this movie written with Kevin Hart in mind? Because the first, the true first initial thought I had was when that scene came up, I was like, oh, they did they add this after Kevin Hart? You know, <laughs> like, because it felt so random and and like not, how to start a movie script you know what i mean like i like the 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 what happens next which is the introduction from the man from toronto that felt like the beginning of a movie whereas the teddy thing felt like an add-on after the fact like after the script was sold and cast that's what it felt like to me yeah and it's hard because i do think kevin hart's funny but sometimes i think people 
rely on a comedian without giving them help. There are some also, man, like this is correct. Like, to be too honest, like Kevin around Kevin Hart's been around for so long. I'm like, how many short jokes can we hear? It was, I, I was but, like, so this is just a larger thing to talk about, which is and this is just movies in general. You know, it's always hard for comedian comedic actors to remain relevant because once movies start knowing this is this, oh, this person's funny because of this. It, they hammer it at home and then it's like you do you get used to it and you get bored of it and it happens to every single comedic actor doesn't matter how great they are how many amazing films that they've done it's like all of them eventually people start to get tired of their shtick and then you know the the career trajectory a lot of comedians always faced was they do a bunch of hit movies then they get to do their own kind of weird films whatever they those want those to be and then they start doing family films. And then that's then that's and then that's it. And then like maybe like after, you know, a couple decades have passed, they come back and are like doing like, you know, some some drama, like some like supporting actor role, you know, whatever. So it happened to Robin Williams, it happened to Eddie Murphy, it happened to Jim Carrey, it happened, I you know, Miss, to Chris Tucker. Miss McCarthy's doing it right now. She's in that mode of like, I think she's now doing the Little Mermaid, so she's now in her kid right. TV era yes. or kid yes. movie era, mm-hmm. right? And like, I remember we were even talking about like Tiffy Hannish at the time. We were like, "Man, she's burning through this." Qu-. I mean, the thing is, like, I think her Kevin Hart. I feel like Melissa McCarthy. Like, they have gotten more savvy about it, and also because you have streaming services, like it actually helps because they can just kind of throw these movies, and these movies feel disposable just like the nature of them feels disposable and it's like great they're getting their payday they're doing it and the, but like and like you know whoever wants to watch it watch the shtick can watch it but then like it doesn't have the like oh it bombed at the box office like none of that is there you know what i mean like even if nobody saw it or the numbers are bad we'll never know and nobody really cares even the the reviews are bad nobody really really cares it doesn't like actually hurt them as much as it kind of i feel like it used to back in the day when it's like you have a movie come out, you pay this actor fifteen million dollars to be in the movie, and the movie opens to like three million and doesn't make it barely makes any money or whatever that is, you know, opens at number three and then never goes up. Anyway, yeah, I, I and then the other thing that you're saying about like scripts not helping, there's so many of these like uh, so many comedy movies now. Like this is like. No, I shouldn't just say now. This is just, this movie is, I'll just say my thought. Go ahead, do it, go ahead, do it. Do it. It's just very, it's just so generic. It's so generic. So if you've never seen a movie before in your life, maybe you'll enjoy this. You know what I mean? If you have seen movies before in your life, especially Kevin Hart movies, you know, it's like, how, how different really is this from like central intelligence? Nothing. It is. This is my thing. I've seen Kevin Hart do this movie 27,000. Like, literally, I was like, bro, I've seen him do this. That's why I felt bad for Woody he's Harrelson. He's done Ride Along. He's done Central Intelligence. So it's like, he's done two Ride Alongs. And, I mean, and it's even like, in Jumanji, he's not the cool one who knows how to do what right. he wants to do. You well, know? Jumanji is more of a... There's, there's like, it's like a collective, so whatever. But, like, yes. The point is, we've seen the, like, hit, like, everyday guy get caught up in some crime thing where he's freaking out, and then the more professional, whether it be a cop, a, a spy, or now a 
you know, professional assassin, whatever. Like, it's still, it's still the same. It's the same jokes. It's the same dynamic. You know, we don't actually give a crap about Teddy. Like, he's so, he's just a generic dude who, like, can't, who, like, always teddies it up because he can never, you know, it's, like, very, like, by the numbers, which is fine. Like, I, I, guess, I guess it's fine. But I always would rather the comedic, pre- I want the comedic premise to be, at least the comedic premise to be original. If if like the scripts are always going to be kind of the same basic beats, at least have the idea, you know, like the starting point of it be something that's kind of like interesting. And like this is this is I mean we've seen this movie so many times. Like th- this mo- this movie, like random person gets caught up in some like crazy killer spy mess there was a movie you know what was it called i'm about i was looking it up there was a movie i remember watching with richard greco it was a movie that was just like this except it was kind of a college kid it was called um if looks could kill and it was this dude he was a, a college kid gets mistaken for oh wow he's a high school he looked like he was in college he gets mistaken for like a french sorry a british intelligence agency and then he has to go and like save his class but in doing all the stuff, by the end of the movie, he becomes like somewhat good at saving the day. And I was like, okay, they keep showing Kevin Hart boxing, so maybe he will be a really good boxer, you know, and like be able to help and do a thing. And at no point in the movie was he good at anything. Like he didn't even have a weird quirk that like saves the day. You know, it's like, oh man, he may not be like a fighter, but his knowledge of like pods like somehow comes into play at the end of the movie where like he's the only person who can do it and he didn't do anything. Well, and then the other thing is the film starts to do like, it starts to do this thing of like, well, the film's actually about this friendship bond that starts to form. And then because of that, like the hitman changes. And I was just like, what? But you, the only reason, and the only reason I know that was supposed to be what's happening is because you told me I think the first time it's even mentioned is when Kevin Hart's like, see, people can change. And I was like, why did you say see, people can change as if that's a thing that you've been about this whole time <laughs> that we've known you would. It's the, f- it's the first time we're hearing this. This is the first time we're hearing you, one, care about this guy changing, two, wanting people to change or believing that people can change, three, like, it, it, it was just like, and then like making any effort into having that guy change like what makes no (sighs) sense zero sense that's why i'm like so i mean uh, i start again i I mean uh, yeah we start like you know we see kevin do his various things in the montage we see woody harrelson appear then like we go back to kevin he's also this is rude he's a little too old for what this what this character is supposed to be in my opinion. I mean, it's hard because I think Kevin's funny. I just think Kevin is cooler no, than I, this. No, I do too. I'm just like, saying the character, this whole idea of like a guy who keeps doing like, not saying that the older people don't keep doing it, but it's just like, it just felt like a young, per- it felt like a somebody in their 20s like trying to make a bunch of businesses that keep failing, you know? And then it's weird because it was like, by the end of this, we're like the boxing thing is the thing that he does. And it's like, 
is that what he cares about? Like, did, it was that don't his know. actual passion? You, you I don't, don't know. Also, it's tough. It's is all because, fitness related, I guess. But yeah, I was hoping that, and they said every night, I was just hoping his knowledge or skill would help. Like, even if it was like fitness and food, like maybe his food knowledge, instead of having a, so I, I was skipping here, whatever. But, you know, I was hoping maybe like when Woody Harrelson like opens a restaurant, Kevin's like, oh, he knows food and it's like a health food restaurant. So he can do, I think, I think the thing I have a hard time with, and I've said this on the podcast, is that I have a hard time with people being idiots for idiot's sake. Like, it's just hard for me because I'm like, I, I don't mind you not being the smartest and being weird, but at least having something that's like, okay, everyone has a thing that makes them stand out. And that attributes something. Nothing he did attributed to anything. Yeah, because the thing is, so this is what they were trying, like, they were trying to say, there's a running gag in this film of like, oh, like, you, like, my coworkers made you a verb. Like, when people mess something up, they say they teddied it up, right? So the idea is he keeps messing up. Now, but what did he mess up? And the question was, why is he, like, why is he messing up? Like, what's the actual character flaw? that he's dealing with and then what are the and then to your point what are the strengths why do we like him and it was like this this opening montage is just a bunch of different really bad like fitness ideas to me that is quick get get rich quick schemes you know what i mean it's like someone trying to be an inventor and instead of like working hard at something they're like trying to like figure out some crazy invention that's going to make them rich right but that's not kind of not what his character is they also then, at some certain point, Woody Harrelson's like, oh, you never follow through with things. You always get scared, so you don't follow through. And But then I was like, well, what does that mean? Because, like, what, he doesn't follow through with, like, actually bad ideas? Like, 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 like freaking non-breathable, like, sweat bags, you know? Or, like, this, like, first of all, no contact boxing is a thing. Yes, it legitimately is a thing. You, you, there are successful, you know, places where you could go, you know, just learn the boxing moves without actually like punching people in the face. And like, maybe you'll get on a bag, but like, you know, like that's a, that's a thing. So I was like confused, but I was like, is he, does he realize this is an original idea, you know? And then like the movie's just making it out to be like, he just has bad ideas. A break. And it's like, (sighs) guess how much money this movie costs to make? I don't want to know. $75 million. Oh, God. This was almost a $100 million movie. He must have gave Kevin 20. I hope so. This because... is my, this is my thing. I, 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 I mean, some of the action sequences, I was like, man, I guess they, they spent them. Well, yes, but it felt out of, it felt out of place. Like some of the action, I was like, what's happening? Okay. Let, uh, uh, you know, it, it's no point in talking about this movie. Already. Like, it's a lot of things that don't make sense. Like, you know, like like Bray said, like he uh, gets the captain for his girlfriend. He he both clearly cabin. works hard. He works hard, but he messes things up. But then also, he just has bad ideas. So it's like, and then they're like, you don't follow through. So I'm like, what is it? What is he just all around a bad? He's just all around like, <laughs> like a Woody Harrelson at one point is like, how did you get this wife? And I was like. I agree with him. How did you get this? <laughs> we don't see, like, other than him, I guess, trying to be sweet, you know, for his wife. We don't see 
What's the save the cat moment even? Wow. Do we have one? It's oh my god, is it in the third act? Is it when his wife is about to leave? His wife is about to is she leaving him at the end? All right. She's about so she's about to leave him. He saves that grandma. Is that the I mean that's that can't be the save the cat moment. It has to be. Like, what's the thing? Like, why are we supposed to like is it because he set up this nice birthday? Like, well, I think it's because he's like a guy who just I, to me the safety cat moment is when they are when the FBI or who whoever they are like we need you to keep doing. It. He's like, no, I need you to get back to my wife. She has a birthday. I can't miss this thing. Like, I mean, that's what I mean. That's what I think because that sets his up dedication to his wife. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's why we like him. We like him because he's at least dedicated to his wife. And also, my thing is he doesn't fuck up. A, and ladies, let us know or or, or partners, whatever. Like, he doesn't fuck up enough where I'm like, is this leavable? Like, is his actions leavable? Like, unless he was, like, super neglectful the whole time and we just didn't see it or didn't know it. And Because when they first when they first are introduced in bed, they have a good repertoire to me. They're like, they're, they're like, they, this is like a good relationship. And then all of a sudden, what happened? He left her at the dinner and then she wanted a divorce? Or oh, what? Why did she want the divorce? Right. This movie's bad. This well, bad she didn't movie. say she wanted a divorce. She was just like disappointed that he didn't go, that he left her at the dinner, that like clearly he was like lying about something. And like, I don't know. She's like, I just wanted you to be there. And I don't know. I don't know. This is a bad movie. Like, th- like I'm, I, I'm, I, I hate to say it like this, but this movie's, it's actually bad. Like, I was watching it. This movie might be badder than Jurassic World 3. And that movie was bad. I knew 20 minutes into that, 15 minutes, it was going to be a bad movie. This one took 10. No, I knew this was bad, Bray. It was this weird. I knew it was bad, yeah, Bray, I mean, before. I, I, I knew. I told you. I knew it was bad. When he went to the cabin and the people, he had to, like, pretend, I was like, all right. I don't know what they want me to do. I'm scared. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. I'm trying to remember. He said, like, that's that's the thing is that the funny is not coming from the actual, like, setups of things for the most part. It's, like, coming from, like, Kevin just riffing and, like, every once in a while, like, landing, like, a funny joke. Like, I'm trying to remember. I remember, like, when the first when the first guy, when he was just like. He was like, yeah, you you what did he say? Like. He was talking about he was talking about women. He was talking about like having sex. It was like euphemism for having sex. But I forget him. I'm, I forget what he said. Because the one guy was like looking at the different stuff in his bag, and he's like, "This is 
you know, use this? He's like, yeah, man, like, I did it. You probably do it, too. I bet you scare women or something like that. And the other guy was like, no, you know, I don't know. I don't remember. It's just bad, right? Nothing makes sense. You know what? We should talk about James' baby because that baby cute, okay? That baby cute. That baby's going to be like, man, you could have let, you just gave me that photo. I'd watch that photo for an hour and 59 minutes and talk about, yo, I'm a, okay, let me tell you, let me tell you the part that was embarrassing. Who prints out directions and the room number? What year is this? He printed out, he's looking for the room number. He's not looking on his phone. He's looking at something he printed out and he has low toner. Why wouldn't he just look at his phone? His reservation's not in his email? I'm going to tell you the part, Bray, where the guy laughed. I was watching the movie, and at one point, some random, super shredded white dude is chasing them, and they're in, like, a mall, I guess? Kevin Hart is falling from, like, little things. Like, I don't... Things are hanging from the ceiling, and he keeps falling. And the thing is, it looks so cgi that... Kevin does one fall, and that's when the guy walked up to and shook his head and did a little chuckle. You know how you know how embarrassing it is to watch something and feel like people think this is what you and like. That's like a main action sequence. This is my like to me, movies are like music, all right, in public. Like, you know, you let someone listen to your, you know, your Spotify playlist, it lets you know like what this person's into. I was watching this movie in public and I feel like people are like, look at this dude with his trash ass movie taste. That's what it felt like. It felt like I was being judged how bad this no. movie was and everyone knew yeah brave but like everybody knew oh look and at people him people don't even you don't even know what the movie was nah man they, they all saw that scene they all saw me watching it they were like look at him in here using the wi-fi be on this netflix app watching this <laughs> shitty ass movie <laughs> what a waste why <laughs> oh it was so disappointing dude it was so disappointing so disappointing i don't even know what to say about this movie it's bad what, 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 what do you want me to say Bray? bad Name a scene, Bray. Name a scene. Just name one scene. So, let's see. There's the scene where, and this is, was the trailer for me, for the Netflix, when he, the FBI is like, we know who you are. You got to be, you got to pretend to be the man from Toronto. And he's like, I can't. My, my, first of all, my wife. And, he, and they're like, oh, don't worry. This guy will take care of your wife. And it's like slow motion, like a, like a, beautiful guy i guess and he tried like, to make it like the black dude was ugly he was like yo also that part was funny though he was like he ain't going to my wife but him somebody looked like that but i'm like this black dude handsome as shit too i was like bro i know but that was fun the way that he said it was funny that was, was like, one of the funniest parts i think he actually called him ugly i think he was actually somebody ugly like <laughs> this man is not not going he's not showing my wife anytime <laughs> no yo i thought that was hilarious and then when the dude was there and he started speaking spanish and he was like, man, he speaks Spanish. I'm like, yo, man. But who is this actress? We didn't shout her out. What's her name? The man from Toronto. Jasmine Matthews. I feel like I've heard. Oh, she was in the Tomorrow War. Got it. That's it. Jasmine's probably the only good part of the movie. And she wasn't in it enough. So bad. It was so bad. I'm thinking about, so my thing is, okay, so this part, this movie did have something really, really fun that I thought. Had a really fun action sequence at the end where, like, they were like speeding up and slowing down the footage when uh, Woody Harrelson comes back to save him. Well, I, I, so this is my I thing. I didn't like it. I knew they were like, we're going for it. And I just wanted Kevin to be like, 
Well, you like the fact that Kevin was engaged in the fight it, and yes, in and like holding his own somehow. Yeah, and even though in a way it was that like, they, it was inexplicable, but <laughs> made no sense. But it was like at one point, like a dude is chasing it with a chainsaw, and he's just Kevin Harding it with his arms flailing, and I was like, this makes no sense. Oh, happy! Yeah, it makes trying. The, these something. are all supposed to be like the best professional killers, and and they can they are incapable of taking out Kevin Hart. It doesn't make sense. Like legitimately, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. The man from Russia or the man from Moscow was boring. I was like, can can he not be the most boring person? Like, and he was like bad on purpose, I guess. Yeah, like I and I was sad that the man from tokyo wasn't actually in the fight because i was like that's the cool guy i want to see in the yeah, fight yeah he, he has a sword like where was he yeah they just were like he's got hit by a car they were like we can't how could we possibly justify this guy not killing both of them with his sword with ease with while everyone with like ease. like I, I do think tonally it was a little off because they kept trying to show like woody harrelson do a couple brutal things so they would cut away from it so even in that fight he took the guy's chainsaw and you could tell he was doing something because you heard the yell and and stuff like that. I just think... I yeah, think, this is when they... This is why they needed Jason Statham to be in this movie. Yeah. I mean, but I, think the movie, I think the tone was off because I think if, if it would have been a more serious tone, I think Kevin's jokes would have hit harder and also the action would have... If you'd have taken it a little serious, it, it, it you felt think so marvelly. Jason wanted it to be more of an action movie with co- comedic relief and he was like, this is too silly. I think so. I think he probably was like, I, to me, that's what the blend that would work. It was like, if this was taken serious and you just had Kevin in there doing a couple jokes, that works. But none of the danger made sense because it was so slapsticky. It was like, you know, like Kevin threw up on somebody. Like, I think it was a fart joke in this. The throw up was funny. I mean, it was, but my thing is, it took so long to get to that. I was like, bruh, this scene is so long. So for me, it was just like, I think it would have been better. Also, Jason would have made sure more action scenes were in it because he can do action, you know? And also, also, I know we reviewed, what was it, Hobbs and Shaw, but I think Jason, Bateman, Jason Statham can be funny. He was funny in Spy. Like, he can be funny in He started out in like, like, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like, the, those kind of, like, grit. Like, they're like, you know, they're like British freaking gang- gangster movies. I love the British ones, the little fast... Gangster talking. What did you eat when you were in Toronto? You know, you have some. Remember, remember your favorite meal? So long ago, I don't remember. <laughs> Melissa, do you have a favorite meal from Toronto? I just don't want to talk about this movie. Hey man, how long it's, have we been talking? It's about so this? bad. We've been ta- this we've been. Oh no, we've we've barely been talking about this. Oh no, everyone. It's nothing we can even say because the movie is so it's so atrocious. Because I don't want to sit here and just drag on this movie, but it's so bad. It's like it's not even enough stuff. And it was two hours. Movie was an hour and fifty nine minutes. It was. It was. It was quite long. Like, how did get Kaylee Coco in this movie? I was like, what is this? She was great in it. Yeah, I mean, in her yeah, couple of scenes. Yeah, but why? I is she mean, here? how did they get her a paycheck? She on. She she is on the biggest. She is on one of the second or third most syndicated TV shows. Kaylee don't need none of this money. And she got flight attendant. She wants to be in movies. She wants to be in movies. I felt bad for her, too. She's in a Kevin Hart movie. I felt bad for everybody involved. I felt bad for, for Jasmine, because I'm like, she was in Tomorrow War, and she was like a badass, and like killing aliens and shit. And now she in here is the love interest who doesn't get to do anything cool. Like, she does nothing cool. At least at the end, I'm like, all right, when they come after him, yeah, give her a gun. 
and like let her shoot somebody and she'd be like, I got you. I don't know. Oh, you know what it is? Remember True Lies. True Lies, all those movies. And it's like all of a sudden, like the partner becomes a part of the thing. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah, I don't it's uh, I don't necessarily know how to make I, the the actual like I said, the actual premise of the movie to me is inherently boring because I've seen it a million times. I've seen even if I haven't seen this exact configuration, it's the same thing. It's night and day. It's freaking you know, it, it's it's central intelligence. It's like whatever. We've seen we've seen I I'm sure Melissa McCart like like I'm sure people, whatever. I don't know. Has Melissa McCarthy done a movie like this? Was the Heat like this, or, no, or so, were so they both the, actual um, cops? No. So the Heat, they both were good cops, but for Spy, she was a person who worked at the desk who wanted to get in the field, but like she was like kind of ill-equipped. But by the end of it, she becomes good. Like she's good at. It. It's like that movie I used to watch. I'm about to bring up the movie, but I used to watch reruns in black and white of uh, Get Smart, and it was like one of my favorites. And Steve Carell, also that movie did so bad, but I thought it was fun. Steve Carell and Hathaway, The Rock, did the remake. And he's also like a pretty dumb spy, but still good at some point. Like, it just felt like you just made this guy just an imbecile. And I'm like, it's not fun to watch that after like 20 minutes. And especially when you know Kev, I, I, I don't know, man. I think Kevin is really good. And I just feel like, now that he has so much power to make his own movies, I'm like, yeah, you ain't got to do this, bro. Because you could, he could, he could move into Beverly Hills Cop territory. I think if he wanted, like, he could open a movie himself. He can, he can, he can, he can be the cool cop. He can be bad boys. Like, he can, he can be Rush Hour. He can do his own thing. And he, oh, and maybe it's not one of those. Maybe he is a spy. Like, maybe he is our black Bond. Whereas, like, it's funny because he's little and no one expects him to be a spy. I don't know, like. It could be something, something better than this, okay? I don't really know much. But I, I just remember going, like, I couldn't, I actually also didn't know where this movie was going. Like, I couldn't tell, like, I guess it it became, like, a buddy comedy. But, like, at first, like, they're not together for the first, like, 40 minutes, probably. Or maybe the first 35 or something. But, like, once they're together, he's scary. You know what I mean? He's killing other people. He's kind of after him. We know that he's going to kind of kill him. The turn makes kind of no sense because this, you know, this her his handler, like, for seemingly no reason, like, turns turns on man, turns from man from Toronto, sends a killer after, you know, even though he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. And he's like, oh, this guy, he's going, he's, something's happening where it's like the thing from Minnesota, it's happening again. But I don't even, I couldn't track why she felt that way. Only, yeah, I don't know either because he didn't do anything wrong. I guess maybe because he didn't kill Kevin Hart's character, maybe. But he needed Kevin, he did need Kevin Hart's character to do the thing and he was going to get it. Maybe she didn't think that he was going to. And maybe he wasn't, but it was like, it didn't matter. He was getting the money. So that kind of was confusing. And then the whole Deborah thing was like, I was like, what? Like, what does that mean? Deborah's the car. Why did you call her? Why didn't you say Deborah when you picked up the phone? Maybe they didn't. It's not worth what going back to like make sure that that logic track. I just it was just like one of those things where it was like the turn. It was like a reveal that you don't care about, and you just go okay. It's one of those things where like no reveal was. Deborah's actually the car, not this woman, and it was like okay. 
And then she turned up at the actual meeting site. And I was like, why is she doing? Why would she be here? Bruh. And then at why one point. Why would she risk her life to be here? Because she doesn't, doesn't yeah, make the, any sense. And the dude's already there. And she's like, yeah, it's him. Bruh. I, look, man, I got nothing else to say about this movie because it's bad. I am sorry. It's just a hot garbage fire of a film. All right. It is. It is bad. It's bad. Again, I feel sorry for everyone involved. Woody deserved better. Kevin deserves better. Like, Kevin does... Yo, y'all... This is my thing about Kevin. My thing about Kevin is, like, Kevin's been around for so long, he has built a name of his own where I'm like, you don't... Unless he likes doing it, like, I don't think he needs to keep teaming up with people. Like, he's good, dog. Like, we... You will go watch a Kevin Hart movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you the dude. You the comedy dude. No one has sold out more arenas than you. Like, you've done the thing. You are the guy. Just be the guy. You have, like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard. It's like, do the well, thing. Well, he is the, the, he is the, you're just, you just want him to be a, a different movie with a different, better script. Because he is the main character of this film. Well, I mean, is, I mean, like, was I mean, like, it's bad, but also I feel like a lot of his movies are him teaming up with, like, The Rock, or, like, it's like these, it's like him and someone else. Like, even I think the movie he's doing is Borderlands, that, that video game, which has so many celebrities in it. And I'm like, no, dude, you can do, you can do Beverly Hills Cop. Like, you got it. You can do Die Hard. Like, you... He always does them, right? Ride Along. Dog. Central Intelligence. Wedding Ringer. This, this movie. I mean, every Jumanji is like a bunch of people. He has Borderlands, which is coming out with a bunch of people. That movie, that show with Wesley Snipes is him and Wesley Snipes. It's like, yo, you're good. Kev, you got it. Just... Come on, man. You got it. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Um, but yeah, so I don't even know I'm gonna say to Hollywood because it's bad, but there is something I do think this movie needed. So there was this scene, right? It was a scene I'm at the end of the movie, and I was like, this scene, like, I did like the action scene. And at one point they're starting to fight, and like Kevin takes a medicine ball and launches at a dude's head, and he's like, and with Weddy, I mean uh Willie Hosa goes, contact. I'm like, oh, this is fire. But that guy takes Kevin and like throws him into the ring. I think what should have happened was a basketball should have came and just hit the hillbilly dude in the back of the head. And all of a sudden, it's like the basketball hits that hillbilly dude in the back of the head. And he's like, what the hell is this? And all of a sudden, you hear like, oh, oh, where you going? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, he hit, and all of a sudden, and then like Shaq, and then Shaq goes, oh, where you going? And then he like comes in, what and now Shaq, doing? and then Shaq is, is now this? fighting. So now it's Steel, okay, wow. Woody Harrelson, wow. and Kevin Hart. But like, they can't mess with Shaq, because Shaq got on a Steel suit. He's taking the hammer. He's launching people. And all of a sudden, he's like, yo, Shaq, what took you so long? And you're like, there's traffic. That's that's not Shaq. That's not Shaq right there. Okay. Well, that just happened. There's there's traffic. I feel like it was better in my head, but it's coming out. It's coming out like he can't talk. Man, we are wrapping this podcast up (laughs) real early. (laughs)
nothing to say. There really is nothing it else ain't to nothing say. To I'm say. trying to think. I was like, what else? I was like, what else happened to this movie? It was just like, no, it's trash. Generic action sequences that are just like fine, you know, like you know, and just a lot of Kevin Hart. The throw up scene was, but there's a, f- a fun scene where he has to like threaten these people, and he accidentally cuts a guy on his face, like right under his eye, and then he winds up like throwing up in the guy's face because uh the blood that he sees coming from his eye it's like okay i'll tell you what was that whole bit where it was like oh i remember now it wasn't his thumb he didn't actually take green's thumb they there was this whole like you're saving the world storyline which you never felt in the movie so it's why you forget it absolutely completely but the Whatever the thing is that he was trying, like the information he was trying to get, there was something about like, I feel like there was something about like either a nuclear bomb or like whatever, like there was a whole thing with Venezuela and the president. And I like truly did not only did I not follow it, I didn't even I knew it was happening and I didn't try. I never rewound it to go. What was that? I did it. it it's I, I cared so little about it. And I knew it had almost no actual like effect on the story that i never even attempted to try to figure out what was happening even that because it went away and it just became focused on like getting the money back so i was like so whatever happened like the cops came and ran up on but them the FBI, they said the fbi was like you saved the world and he was like yeah but i ruined my life which was like it's i was like first of all why can't you t- also why did the fbi not tell his wife eventually like hey there was this whole you know thing that you're you know we needed his help like I just like none of it made any sense. You were looking for a smarter movie, Bray. I didn't even need a smarter movie. I just wanted a. I just want a movie with an inherently funny premise. And to me, this is it. Like, you, if if somebody, if this movie wasn't existed, and somebody pitched me this movie, just the idea of it, I would be. I would literally say, "Well, that's we've seen that movie a thousand times. That sounds pretty boring to me." You just wanted the bare minimum. This movie should never have. I don't know if it was written on spec. If it was written on spec, wow. If it, 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 I don't know why it was bought. I don't know why the pitch was bought. I don't know why the script was bought. It should never have been even brought to Kevin Hart. I don't know why Kevin Hart agreed to do it. I don't know why Netflix agreed to buy it. Like I, the, almost the whole step of the way, I just was like, okay. Other, other than exactly what you just said, they need content. It's so generic that they know that like people are going to watch it just because it's like you got a couple of big stars. You have a premise that's very familiar to everybody. You get what you have to do. Go and do the movie. You know what I mean? And those those it's so funny because it's like we are dumb and talk about this stuff even when we're trying to enter this business. But I think about it every time, Bray. One of the things that happens is like you realize again. Well, you know what? Let's do the cause. I'll say it. I'll say that my final thoughts before we do the cause. Because the the uh, you want to count down? Do you co- really need to count down the for the cause? cause? Is where, so uh, the, we don't we don't rate a film based on how much we liked it. We rate it based on whether or not it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it feels like it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay. Count of three. One, two, three. 
You did that because I kept my hand down. You were going to keep your hand down. No, I wasn't. I was always, I was deciding between a fist and a, and a palm. It got nothing for me. And I'm going to tell you why I got nothing. Kevin Hart's already famous. I should have given it a fist. Kevin Hart is better than this. Kevin Hart can elevate more than this. Kevin Hart has enough leeway. Kevin Hart, again, is better than this movie. This movie, I, I want my two hours of life back. Okay? That's what I want. I could have been watching Harley Quinn, but you know what? I had to watch this movie instead. So nothing. Okay. This movie got a palm from me, but it maybe it even deserved a fist. Why? Here's why. This is what I was about to say, which is that means that studios and distributors and all blah blah blah, all the all the Hollywood higher-ups are okay with putting black people in generic films that are absolutely mediocre because they'll know a certain amount, a certain segment of the population will watch this trash because it's on TV or in the theater, whatever it is. And yes, Kevin Hart is already famous, but it's still nice that it's like, this dude's still getting a big payday probably for a movie that was never going to do that well. And it was just because, you know, it's that, that there's something about that that feels like it helps the cause. I don't think it's going to like further his career based off this movie, but there's something about the idea of like you could have a movie that this this bad and like Kevin Hart's still going to do like another movie like this. You know what I mean? Like he's still going to be able to make another movie like this. It's not ruining his career. No, he doesn't need to. I know, but I'm just saying there's, you know, they used to not be able to do that. It used to be. Black dude, you know, you start a couple movies, but once you make your bad one, you know, they're like, get out of here. But, you know, it's not like that anymore, necessarily. Kevin Hart's also built himself an empire, so I don't know. He has reached the level of... That's what I'm saying. He can pick whatever. Why'd he pick Will Smith and Eddie Murphy or whatever. Why'd he pick this? He cheats. Man, he does so many movies. Maybe this is his one one for them, you know, if he does the one for you, one for them thing. Bro, this is dead. I hope so. We suffered through this so y'all wouldn't have to. Thank so y- you guys for oh, listening this God. long, honestly. It was so bad, y'all. Is it fun to hear us talk about a movie that we truly don't care about? Probably. <laughs> we don't know going into it we're going to hate it. Like, some we kind of are like, this may be bad. But this one was just hot garbage from beginning to end. This was like, literally, you walked outside and there was a fire a brewing. And it was consistent for an hour and 59 minutes of hot shit. Boy, that's what it was. Woo, woo! Nobody, man. It was. Oh a... man, nobody, nobody watched this. You can follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Blackman Podcast. Uh, BlackmanPodcast.com is our website. We sell merchandise like T-shirts and stuff via T Public. We have a defunct Patreon. The link is also there on our website. It's defunct because we don't do new episodes anymore. But there is a year's worth of episodes on there. If you ever want to subscribe, listen to those. Unsubscribe. We got. We do like. We did like a bunch of movies that didn't have black leads like kind of fun movies like that um also if you rate and review us on itunes give us five stars we'll read your review on the air that said you guys have to actually do that for us to do that (laughs) i don't have a new one i don't think wow this is so nice this last the last one that we have gotten which was a few weeks ago and you can follow me at john braylock JohnBraylock.com is my website. I don't know why I told that told you that because I don't I don't ever update it. I do. I am writing for season five of Grownish, which is now on the air. You can watch that on Hulu. 
or Freeform Live Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time. My episode's coming up at some point. I don't remember. I'll, oh, what's your, what episode number you got? I think I am episode five. So next week should be five. The 17th. Okay, yeah. The 17th. All right, all right. You can follow James at, at jamesthirdcomedy.com. I'm James3RD. I think that's for Twitter and Instagram. I'm not sure. You can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram, y'all. Keep suggesting movies. We have some in the list. Sorry that we did this one that nobody asked for. We'll get back to that list and we'll see you next week. Peace. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonts, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Oh, <coughs> oh,